This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303 mile range, available two-way charging and other category defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250 plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class. And 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. We're here. We've arrived. It's season three. Do you guys remember the hiatus between between season two and season three? Yeah. This would have been summer of 95, right? I guess so. So what did you do? I took my first college class. Um, Wow. It was a great summer. It was, yeah, I I took uh, intro to philosophy at uh, at the Santa Rosa Junior College and my brother's friend, um, uh, Nate was also, uh, you guys remember Nate Brewer? Yeah. He was, he was also taking classes. He was taking math classes at the JC. So we would commute together to the junior college, um, and carpool together and every day. Yeah. It just blew my mind. It was like, oh my God, it was like my first intro- introduction to college and like writing papers and I loved it. And every, yeah, every afternoon we'd finish up with class and then we, you know, listen to the Pulp Fiction soundtrack while we drove home. Uh, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. It was a great summer, great summer up in Sebastopol. What about you, Will? I'm actually Googling what I did um, right. you, because you, oh, I did movies. a movie every Every hiatus. Right. And I think this is the one. Yes. Um, I did a movie called Educating Mom. Oh. Where with Jane Kaczmarek, who went on to star in Malcolm in the Middle. She played my mom. And it's about her going back to high school with with me. Mm. Um, I have never seen it. 
Um, I think it was an ABC movie of the week, but it was right. a movie of the week. Um, I just Googled it. It is on Turner Classic Movies. Great. So we are already there. Uh, yes, but I did a I did a film every hiatus. So I would I would do something and then go hang out back in Connecticut for a while. So, yeah, I did Educating Mom with Jane Kaczmarek and Devin Gummersall. And then, uh, yeah, I went home. That's awesome. I don't remember, you? of course. Nope, nope, don't remember. <laughs> nothing, no clue. Nothing. nothing. Probably Hawaii. Definitely went, yeah, to Hawaii. Say, went to Hawaii. Definitely <laughs> went to Maui. But, you know, that's a whole week of my life. I also went back to school. So from March right. until June, I would have gone to Calabasas High School and I would have participated there. And then, you know, probably sometime in June or July, we went to Hawaii and then we were back at the show in August. So nice. that would have been. Didn't the Menendez brothers go to Calabasas High? Sure did. That's what I thought. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was curious. That's... Yeah. Probably not the most so famous. So did Huba Stank. Okay. Um, He's good. I like him. So did, let's see, I could tell you who else. Vanessa Evigan went to Calabasas okay. High School. Okay. Um, who is, who is Gabby Greg Hoffman. Evigan's, isn't that Greg Evigan's Correct. daughter who was Greg on Evigan's My Two daughter. Dads? Gabby yeah. Hoffman went to Calabasas High School for at least a period of time. Okay. She brought Christina Ricci with her for a li- at least a little while. Christina and Gabby and I were all in a, an English class together. Okay. Um, who else? Who else? Um, I just remember Christina Ricci swimming at the Oakwoods and she had a tattoo at the, when she, she was our age, but we were like right. kids in a pool and we we're like, that's a girl from mermaids. And she had a tattoo already at the right, age she of was like, like 12. She was the coolest 12? Kid ever. <laughs> yes. She was uh, young, really? man. Wow. Well, yeah. Like apparently the story was that she had gotten a tattoo with Cher, like when she was on mm. mermaids or whatever way back. So she was tiny. But I don't know if that's true or not, but we definitely noticed that while we were swimming in the pool, so I had to be first season a boy because I was was not at the Oakwoods right. after that. So yeah. I was 13, so she would have been 13 or 12 wow. when she had a tattoo. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yikes. Cool. I guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome to Pod Meets World. I'm Danielle Fischel. I'm Ryder Strong. And I'm Will Friedell. And very quickly before we get started on this recap, we just announced that the Kids Wanna Jump Tour is coming to New York City. The home of large apples, yellow cars, and hot dogs that soak in water all day and should be awful but are actually the most amazing thing in the world. And will be part of the city's official comedy festival, which is really exciting. We're bringing the podcast to Town Hall on November 9th, and you can come and see us and hopefully meet us. So listen up, East Coasters. As Pod Meets World listeners, you can get tickets before everyone else. Right now, actually, because pre-sale has started. So go to podmeetsworldshow.com, select the New York date, and use the code NYCF. That's N like Nancy, Y like the end of Nancy, C like the C that's in Nancy, and F like maybe her last name is Franklin, at checkout. And tickets become available to the public on July 17th, so hurry up and take advantage of our presale. And while you're there, Pod Meets World is coming to Minneapolis on July 20th with limited tickets left. Milwaukee with special guest Jason Marsden. He invited himself. We'd like to apologize for him in advance on the 21st. And Royal Oak, Michigan on the 22nd. But unfortunately, that one's already sold out. But Minneapolis and Milwaukee, you can still join. So come and help me pick what college Mr. Feeney will help me get into by going to podmeetsworldshow.com for tickets now. We can't wait to see you there. So we're here. Season three, episode one, My Best Friend's Girl. It originally aired September 22nd, 1995. The synopsis is that it's the first day of school after summer break and Corey is fixated on, but terrified of, asking out Topanga. Eric starts a film society for his college resume and the school thugs get involved. It was directed by John Tracy. It was written by Jeff Sherman. 
It guest stars Blake Soper as Joseph Joey the Rat Epstein, Ethan Suplee as Frankie Stacchino, and introducing Alex DeSere as Eli Williams. He was he's coming here. off. Yay. Yay. He's here. He's here. He was coming off his role in the hit movie Swingers mm-hmm. and special guest Brittany Murphy as Trini. Yeah. So we have a brand new opening. Looks like it's the sh- this, this whole show. This is the one I totally forgot ever existed. Me too. You remember I this, remember Will. this existed, yeah. but I swear I would have bet all the money in my pockets that I've never heard this theme song before in my life. I'd never really? heard that music ever. I don't know how. I, so the music weird. was actually more familiar to me than the <sighs> opening. I don't remember the opening, but I did really, uh, I thought, you know, in that, it must have been season two. Yeah, the turnaround. Where at the end, it's just the three of you guys together. And we loved that feeling so much. I was like, we must not have been the only ones who loved that feeling. And they decided, let's for season three, this is what we want to give off. That right. it felt Which like, is like a network the dudes hanging the out. Dude, it, it this is a show like about a three dudes. Note. Yeah, it did. It's to me. weird because we're not the three of us probably never hang out. <laughs> like no. I don't yeah. see it this yeah. No. It's such a bizarre, but I, I it does kind of make sense though. The the, sh- the show is certainly had a, a, a male perspective. Like sure. it's you know, it's led well, it's boys by, in the title. It's boys in the title. Yeah. So I guess it makes sense to just put the three of us together. Yeah. Um I remember feeling gonna... really good. I remember being like, wow, it's I'm in the opening title sequence. It's just it's not just Corey and Sean. Right. It's like they're asking me to be in the opening title sequence. This is this is good. I remember thinking to myself, right. like, OK, this is good. But yeah, it's, I remember I, it's shooting so, it. It's so it, I think it's so telling that Topango was not a part of it yet. Right. You know what I mean? Like you would never do anything Boy Meets World after all seven seasons without it being Corey and Tabank. No like, way. You couldn't have just a Corey and, and Sean or a Corey and Eric, like, but Corey and Topanga, it becomes so foundational to the show, but clearly not yet. Like the, the DNA of the show has not included Topanga. Correct. Like, yeah. Also, removal of any sort of real family. I mean, obviously Corey and Eric are brothers, yep. but like right. as far as they're yep. including a parental. Yep. Older, hanging out. Yeah, I mean, that's, And bringing you in too. Teen it's like another. guys. Yeah. Out on the show. focus on the 20-somethings with Tony and, yeah. and Eli. Yeah. You know, and did you notice though, dynamic. Ryder, that your hair was really short and then you cut to the first scene and your hair is really long? Well, that means I, I must cut it pretty soon, which. Yeah. It has to. to be, right? Because this is. Awful. This but we, is not great. But they, is. they, when did we, I don't remember when we shot the opening title sequence because it must have been it's clearly you know, a three or four time. episodes in. Yeah. Had to have been, yeah. When they finally were like, right, it's long. cut your hair. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Please cut your hair, Please. buddy. Love it's, it. it's really Love it. quite a change. So we, to jump into our recap, we are in Mr. Turner's apartment. Corey enters. He's out of breath and much older looking. And with the deep voice. <laughs> and a deep voice. And where he's in Turner's apartment, where Sean is now comfortably living. Corey is there to grab Sean for school. You're still wearing the same T-shirt, Ryder. Yes. I know. This is yes. the shirt. This is where. New yeah. season, same shirt. Ryder's hair is so long. And also, Jensen caught what he believes is a Magic the Gathering card. Which is such a good catch. I'm not. It, it has to be a larger 
Magic the Gathering card look on large. the refrigerator. Yeah, it someone blew it big. up. But somebody may may have taken a Magic Gathering yeah. card and blown it up to put yep. it on there as like to, a little yeah, to, absolutely. Yeah. A little. First of all, it's it, it's it's smart. It should there should Turner's apartment should look changed by the fact that Sean now lives there. There right. should be remnants of Sean kind of everywhere. Yeah. Right. So I am I getting that's what too? Am I getting too uh, uh, technical and nitty nitpicky if I say how does Sean still have his shirt if his mother took all his clothes in his house? Ooh. Wow. So that's what went through my that, head. It's, it's like, not how the does one out that it? he was left exactly. with. Oh, actually, doesn't Chet says that he gets the, the trailer back? He says oh, he finds a trailer. Right. No, he he said he found it, but he didn't say, what, but he wouldn't he have traded it, it back. In for the, she traded it she in, traded for, the in for the Miata. But, you but I wonder if he got Chet. his stuff back at that point and mailed it and back. Mailed Maybe, because actually what they said is, did you find your wife? And he says, no. I mean, yes, I found her, but she had traded it in for the Miata. So I wonder if he even, maybe. But Will, that's a good, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I was like, how does he have his, but maybe, maybe he did get the trailer back or he found the stuff. So Sean thinks his pizza smell bad, but it turns out it's Corey who realizes he is wearing too much cologne. He spins around to try and lessen the stench. Sean notices the cologne and nice clothes and says, oh, it's Wednesday tea day. Topanga is back from her summer trip. Corey is stoked. Sean says, you're going to ask her to be your girlfriend, right? And I j- what? What? <laughs> what? What? I'm sorry. What? What? Really? That's what I said, too. I was like, really? wait, what? Yes. What? It's Why? It hasn't been earned at all. Not at all. I don't care I, about this relationship. I think it's been earned. I think, unfortunately, we just ended second season on such the Sean storyline that this feels weird. But if you actually think about most of the second season, like the 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 when Ben had finals episode ends with, you know, you guys talking about liking each other. Are you liking him? And then uh, the the. The thriller? No, there were another. I feel like there there's were the other one episodes. where I'm interviewing for the thing, and you realize yeah. I like him, and I'm like, yeah, "How dare you?" Gestalt prayer. The Gestalt yeah, prayer one is about you guys sort of connecting. If that yeah, had been the end of season moment. two, it's like, know. and no, and then it's like I've been thinking about her the whole time, and oh my, and he's already obsessed, and it's like, where the hell did that come I from? No, I feel like what's the rush? What is the rush here? Could we not spend one? Maybe maximum two episodes of kind of watching them fall in love, Agreed. like watching her come back from some the, the trip. And it's and then all of a sudden he's like, wow, and we can kind of see it. I feel like, nah. yes, you're right, writer. It doesn't it's not a, it's not like it comes out of left field. Like what? They like each other. We've definitely acknowledged that there are feelings there. But I yeah. feel like this is a real now I'm supposed to care very much that these two get together. And instead I'm like, wait, I, I, I missed the part where they actually really oh, connected. See, I see, like, I, I you have to start somewhere right? you have to start the season or start with your character with a goal. Like they have, uh, your protagonist needs to want something. And I think yeah. it's great because like last season it was being ready for high school and it was all about the mm-hmm. first day of school and like having this plan that, you know, is there is there is not going to work. And I think with this, it's like, I've got Corey's coming in with a plan and my plan yeah. is, and Topanga's gonna be my girlfriend. I'm gonna make that happen. Like I thought it was fine. Like yeah. I think see, to me, it of, seemed like you know, another network note. Like there's always that Seinfeld. You hear the Seinfeld story where they're like, "Hey, we want to pick up your show, but you have to get you have to get uh, Elaine and Jerry together." And like, well, we don't want to do that. It's like, well, then maybe we won't pick up your show. It's like, okay, then we'll try to get them dating. That's what yeah. it seemed like to me. It seemed like mm-hmm. this started with a network note of we're aging up the show. We want to focus on the boys, so make the boys the opening title sequence, and it's got to be Corey and Topanga. And it seemed like, all right, then let's just 
jump into everything. Yeah, it just I, seemed like a big network note to me. I get mm. it from the the story perspective of, you know, needing to have him dri- be the drive for something. But I yeah. feel a little like I want to I want to root for this. And I felt it. a little like, oh, I I guess I just have to because you're telling me I have to as opposed to. <laughs> right. And as opposed to really feeling it earned. But I, I do, well, I do see your point. Because it has to be. It's a sitcom. You got to yeah. just and get, by the way, just... the same way I had drop shot going into the beginning of season two and then all right. of a sudden I just acclimated. Now that they're yeah. together, I'm just going to acclimate to it. Yeah, I'm sure. But this, for yeah, this first episode when I've been waiting for, well, what is it? What happens? It's like, oh, it just happens. It just happens. I it's agree. a little like, well, I was hoping for a little, a little bit Me more too. than that, but that's fine. So... Corey says he hopes she says yes, but they're going to be late for school. His voice is very deep. It is. Time for school. Time for school. Sean I says, well, that's... Now I kind of want to hear it. I oh, yeah. It's a very deep case. All of a sudden, he's like, Sean, what do you... It's, yeah, he's definitely, it was a change. Weird. Sean, yeah. Sean says being late for school is no longer a problem for him because he has a teacher roommate. And then says, John, and asks him for a late slip. Turner enters and says, nice outfit, Matthews. Job interview? Matthews. Uh, Matthews. Turner says he will write a late slip, but then he just writes no way on a piece of paper. Ben and... missed a joke. Ben missed a joke here. What was Whoa, it? What was it he missed a joke. So it should have been, and not to give Ben a reading. No way. But it should no exactly. He should be reading going, no way. Wait, what did yeah. he write? No way. No way. Not right. no way. Right. No way. It was right. he needed to say it like, no way. Like, I can't believe what Turner's no writing. No way. Yeah. And he did. You're right. And it was just like, oh, Ben missed a joke. Yeah. You're right. Listen, if I can give a note to Bill Daniels. Exactly. Uh, I can give one to Ben. Two, yeah. You can start season three exactly. like that. <laughs> but then he says, if Sean's butt is not in his seat for homeroom, there's no TV, no snacks, no dates. Sean is shocked to hear snacks. And <laughs> Turner nice. admits he's new at this. Which I love that beat. Me that too. Like, that's that dynamic between the two yep. of us of like the end of season two, sitting on the couch together. Yep. A little Sean just being like, really? Snacks? You're going to throw that in there? Like, that's, yep. that's I'm not allowed to eat snacks. I don't yeah. know, and it's like, like, I'm learning this as I go. Yeah. You know, give yeah. me a break here. Yeah, that's great. It's, it's so, so great. Good. <laughs> the boys start to walk out and Turner asks if Sean is forgetting something because he's about ready to walk out in his bathrobe. And I tried to see, but I couldn't really see if you had shoes on, but I don't I think you do. Up. I think he grabbed them. You? Okay, great. I grabbed he grabs them. Come, yeah. I was thinking you walked out with your big white socks on, and then later we see you with the boots on. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Sean then says, "Oh yeah," and he turns around to grab his books before he leaves in a robe. And um, I actually really like the outfit with the robe. Looked really? pretty great, didn't it? Look cool. It's yeah, a cool outfit. <laughs> I mean, it was cool. So then we're into our first commercial break, and then we're at the school hallway. Corey says, it's a new year, new me. He even says he now has a spring in his step from boxer shorts. (laughs) (laughs) Just boys in their boxers. Sean points out Topanga in the hallway, but Corey uh, steps behind a John Adams statue. He pretends it's not because he's hiding and nervous, but he is definitely nervous and hiding. Corey can't stop staring at Topanga. He says she went away for the summer and she came back a woman. And Sean says, yeah, so did Coach Franklin. But that's another story. And, we just... and then almost broke. And then you almost broke. Really? Yep. Go back no. and watch it. You and Ben. Yep. You, no. you all, yes, really? you did. You almost broke so on Coach, Coach Franklin. Franklin. Yep. Oh, I didn't notice that. I, I was actually, I was surprised that we just played, we just yeah. like have the joke and just played it straight. And like, yeah. and I liked it. I was like, oh, we just, Coach Franklin came back a woman. And, yeah. then, yep. but and you, you do, keep going. You, get, you get the, you do the, you do the Sean mouth turn, the up, the up turn. Oh, no. It's, the it's little, coming. Yeah. The little up turn. <laughs> 
Sean says Corey just needs to walk up to her. And Sean says, we have went over and over and over this. Just go up to her. Ask her to go steady, which I love the idea that were we still saying steady in 95 or was that a hang? Was that a holdover from our writers? Probably. It's a holdover, but it is. Yeah. I mean, what did we say? Will you go, go with, out? Will you go, you go yeah, out or will you go me. out with me? Yeah, go I didn't say go me. out. I was, will you go? They're going oh, together. Really? Oh, you they're go going together. Oh, we said go out. We said go out. Yeah, yeah, yeah I said go yeah. out. Yeah, they're yeah. going out. They're going out. Exactly. Yeah, I've been out. going yeah. out with him for about a month. Yes. Yeah, How long have you been going right. out? That sounds right, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Nearby and now blonde and very hot, hottie, hotter, hottersons. Eric is putting up posters and accidentally staples his sleeve to the wall. Will, you came back like a smoke show. Your hair is just glorious. It's gorgeous. Your hair is just gorgeous this whole episode. I've also put on a little bit of weight, which I think is better. Better. And yeah. um, and I felt I the the second I staple the thing and I say, hey, all right, no skin. I felt like I was completely comfortable in the character. Yes. Yeah. Like I something, I, whatever had happened between season two and season three, I feel like I will never have that moment of, ooh, I feel out of my body again. Like I feel like I'm just there now, which was great for me. I was like, oh, there it is. Well, what I love about this episode is that it really starts to set up the um, Eric as a like, lovable heart of gold guy like well-meaning heart of gold guy and there there it is actually so much of a will real will friedel Mm. oh you think really oh that's very sweet nice yeah there's like it's a it's a very i don't know you i agree with you though you look very comfortable and you are just he's arrived (laughs) so feeney walks up and asks the new president of the film society how's he doing and uh, Eric says, why am I doing this again? Feeney tells him extracurriculars look good on college applications. And Eric asks, are my grades really not good enough to get me into college? And Feeney says his grades aren't good enough to get him a slurpee. Get him a slurpee. <laughs> Which even though makes no logical sense, because how do grades ever get you a slurpee? I love the joke. I do too. Great joke. Great a great joke. word. Very funny. And they're totally setting up Eric and Feeney now. Yeah. And I love it. It's it's The dynamic is here. They're starting I to partner love- everybody up. I love the dynamic that Eric wants to get into college. He cares very much, but he's not necessarily good enough on his own and that Feeney really wants to help him. That is a very I'm I'm invested in that story. Me too. As a podcast focused on reliving memories from our past, I can tell you firsthand as you get older, your memory just isn't as reliable as it used to be. Yeah, if we didn't have Will here, there would be a lot of dead air. (laughs) That is true, Robert. Well, guys, since I know you need a little help, you're going to love Legacy Box. It's the safest way to digitize your home videos and pictures, even when you think you don't have a way to watch them anymore. Oh, this is perfect, especially with Mother's Day right around the corner. It really is the perfect gift for the whole family, whether it's a sweet 16 or college graduation. First steps or performing a Backstreet Boys dance in between scenes on your childhood network sitcom. This is the way to reconnect with your history. The process is so easy. You just fill your legacy box with old VHS or camcorder tapes, pictures, negatives, film reels. I mean, they even work with over 15 different types of analog media, so they have you covered. Then you just send the box back and their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the U.S. And you'll get it all back on the cloud or on a thumb drive along with your originals. I recently sent off my first box to Legacy Box and I got into my old storage unit and found about 40 tapes, all different media. And I was able to label each one and send it off. I cannot wait to see what these tapes hold. 
Jensen and I also recently got some of his home videos digitized, and being able to hear his parents' voices again has been a real gift. So join over 1.5 million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Go to LegacyBox.com slash world to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. It's time to connect with your past and make sure those memories are preserved properly. That's LegacyBox.com slash world. Summer is steadily approaching, and you know what that means. Wearing a shirt at the beach so I don't look like a sad radish for the entire vacation? Okay, maybe. Being thirsty? Yes, Ryder, you got it. It is time to go outside and bask in the glory that is sunshine with barbecues and hikes and trips to exotic locations. With your shirt on? Yes, with your shirt on. It is time to jump into a camper van with your son and your wife and... Torture everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with all these summer activities, it's so important that you stay hydrated. And we're here to tell you all about Liquid IV. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. You just rip open a packet and pour it into your water and bam, you're hydrating with electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. But most importantly, it tastes good. It's so easy and perfect after a workout, which I do to replenish after a nice long run. And you can travel with Liquid IV right there in your pocket. Add it to a water on a flight or after a big night when you need just a little assistance to get up in the morning. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And with sugar-free flavors like white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime, you can't miss. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code WORLD at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WORLD at liquidiv.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So, make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Uh, Eric says he can't believe he has to show Paint Your Wagon, a cowboy musical. No one is going to come see it, and Feeney admits it's Coach Franklin's favorite. And I don't understand how... Why Is this a joke? (laughs) Did I miss something? I don't understand how Coach Franklin ties into this at all. Because I guess it's... They just wanted to remind everybody about Coach Franklin because we say it a third time later. No, I think I... it's because it's a musical, which oh. has like being trans with being... Being transgender with into being gay, gay culture, which it means we would like singing cowboys. Right over musical. my head. Right. Went right over my yeah, head. It, did not it, understand. Yeah, it, didn't, it okay. doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Eric wants to show a movie where people get slashed and gored and disemboweled. Something with a story. Feeney says horror movies with violent and twisted characters have no place on a high school campus. And perfectly timed, Frankie and Joey are holding a kid upside down and the coins make a loud noise catching their attention. Joey pretends the kid swallowed his lunch money and Frankie was helping out by giving him the floor lick maneuver. They are so having so much fun. Yeah. This whole episode. Is Adam... 
gone? Like, does That's he come back? That's my question. No Griff, right? So I does he ever come is, back? This is yes. the season where there's the episode with Danny and Griff. And yep. Okay. So and I think that's I don't the only know. time, right? Yeah, so I don't, I think that is then the only time because I think that rounds out all of Griff's right. episodes. Because this so, is so interesting that now they've clearly decided they can have right. Ethan and Blake without a leader, without right. yeah. a, a, a thug yeah, you know. Yeah, but I wonder how much of that is a, a budget concern. I, I you I know, because we brought Alex is now a regular. Yep, Danielle, right. were you a regular at this yes. point? Yes, must have yeah. been. Yeah, yeah, um, I'm a regular at this point. Yeah, so I feel like our, you know, they they must have chosen to bring in the Eli character and then right. get rid of the sort of thug leader. Anybody? Well, know. talking about budget, uh, I guess I'll just bring it up now, even though I have it in my notes for later. But Rusty had finals this week. There's no Rusty. Is he not in oh, this that's episode? right. He's not even in this He's episode, He's not in he? the episode. <gasps> I didn't even notice that. So, I, you know, Rusty was busy studying. And yeah, they <laughs> had to pay him. Finals. He's Rusty got finals. finals. Rusty wow. had finals this week, guys. So You wonder if Rusty was working? Rusty wasn't relegated to... He uh, might have had another job. He must have yeah, had another job. He had they probably to were like, we can up. we can do without you for an episode or two while you Because it's right at the beginning of the season, and that's normally how they right. did that for me a couple of times. I think they did that for you, Ryder. He might have been shooting Daniel. American History X. Yeah. He might I have know. it was only one scene. It only took one day. But yeah, yeah uh, but no, he was probably he was doing something, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mr. Feeney says he's gonna see them in detention, and Frankie asks, Why? What'd you do? Which is so cute. It's a great line. Great joke. Great line. Sean and Corey against the lockers are still staring at Topanga, and Sean says she's looking very fine, very copper tone. And then Corey finally starts to walk up to her and calmly says hi. Now, did you guys see this weird shadow drip? Did you see what happened? Drip? There's like no. something falls from the ceiling. When he walks away from me and I'm yeah. leaning back against the locker, you see something. Fall. I watched it like three times. I can't tell if it's a shadow of some, but it's just a weird like, uh, like, Something falls from the ceiling, uh, and you can see the shadow of it as it like it's like a weird. I, yeah, no idea what it is. But I'm not seeing anything anymore. I'm not seeing. That's so man. weird. I did definitely notice shadows in this episode because when Corey actually gets up to Topanga, where he stands, his face They're, is totally covered. shadowing my it's face. Covered. Yep. Uh-oh. And yep, I, was, I wanted too. to be like, adjust this blocking or fix the light, do something. But it happens <sighs> a couple times where it's just bad, bad shadows. So I wonder, was it a boom shadow? No, because it looks, it's like something dripping or falling. Like, I can't, oh, wow. it, it can't just be a drip because it's too big, but it, it's like, I, I don't know. I gotta it, watch it, it again. It's weird. I know. I want to go back and see it. Again, yeah. And I always yes. say that and I never do it, but I might do it this time. I might probably do won't. it this time. I probably won't, though. Um, so, also, Corey and Topanga both have their sleeves rolled up, which I, I thought Everybody's was looking very cool. 50s. Roll yeah. of smoke in there. Uh, Topanga just casually <laughs> mentioned that they have all the same classes together again. And I think they had them together last year as well. But Corey says, yes, he had a nice summer and he walks away awkwardly. Corey goes back to Sean after that very awkward exchange and asks what just happened. He's able to talk to Sean fine. But when did Topanga become a sea monkey? Or when he talks to Topanga, he becomes a sea monkey. And Sean says, that's a bad animal, man. <laughs> I love that. I have no idea what any of it means. But no, I love either, it. There's funny words in a row. Bad animal, man. It's a bad it's animal, a man. Bad. So good. I, again, Such agree with you. a weird line. What? But I love it. I love Damn it, too. Man. 
It's like, I don't know why that's so funny, but it is. It is funny. And then the bell rings. Mr. Turner pretends he has gossip for them, but instead explains that Corey and Sean, when the bell rings, it means they need to get to class. So the boys do. And then Mr. Feeney walks up to Mr. Turner and asks if Sean is giving him a hard time and said, if there's an issue, he should send a note home to himself. Feeney says, "Mm -hmm, (laughs) I know. And Feeney says, vacation is over. The relationship must change accordingly. And Turner says, I mean, come on, George, you can't know everything. And then the bell rings again. And he goes, how does he do it? Which is a great line and very funny. But why does the bell ring again? We had second bell. We had second bell in our school. Yeah, you get like a warning bell and then the actual. Now you're late. Yeah, now you're late. Mm, I like it. Don't remember that from my my history. Uh, Then we're in Turner's classroom now. Wait, can we just very Mm -hmm. briefly? Yes. That scene was so long. Yeah. Was it that opening scene in the oh, hallway? Yeah. All that happened got a in lot. one. Got a lot that was about what ten it, pages? It, but it's similar to the season uh, season two oh, no, it's opener. Great. It's like you have to it. introduce it's... so many people and reintroduce. In fact, I would say this is a, it's really weird that um, Alex's introduction is horrible. Like the way oh, he I just walks we'll in the He should have because isn't he a teacher at the school? Not he yet. He not, not yet. yet. Oh, okay. He's trying to get a job because he should have been introduced in this scene. Like we need. They needed to like. I don't know. It's weird. Like the way oh, he no, comes into the show oh, is not. Terrible. No, it's yeah, terrible. it's not good. But this scene that must this must have been like an eleven to fifteen page scene. I mean, this scene lasted like ten minutes. Yeah, it was it, great. It, but it yeah, was and it, and it was ever because like, there's only one hallway in the school, so it was like over on this side of the hallway yep. and over on this side of yep. the hallway, and then let's go back to this side of the hallway yep. and go back. So yeah, it did super feel long like, scene. So now in class, Sean tells Corey to ask Topanga to a movie, but as she sits down, all he says is "Thanks for this," and he salutes her. And oh, then he it. says, I salute it. And Sean responds, we, we all saw. saw. We all saw. Yeah. I got some one-liners this time. Bad it animal. Is great. That are my two favorite lines also, of the whole show. Your saw. commitment to not making eye contact with him when you say that is so good. Because it is, I feel that you are so secondhand embarrassed for him. You're like, we all saw, man. It's so funny. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. Corey tries to talk to Topanga again, with Sean suggesting to just act natural. Corey proceeds to ask her what's going on this Friday night, and she says, I don't know. Corey awkwardly and eventually replies, neither do I. And then he just gives her a big thumbs up. He Which tells is the, Sean again. That thumbs up was great. That whole performance is some of the best. I, I love Ben it's doing so bad. Good. so great. The bad, stilted up. acting, uncomfortable, like... <laughs> Oh, it's so funny. I it's love so, so funny. Good. And you know, what I really love about it is that it's, 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 um, it isn't, it doesn't make me cringe. I feel embarrassed for him, yeah, but right. I also feel like it's somehow the perfect balance of like super really awkward, but without being cringy. Yeah, I just really right. believe it. It's, it's super cute. believable. It's like, and right. is, and it is cute. And he gives that thumbs up and he oh, turns and he tells Sean, I did this. And he I repeats the thumbs up and you just, you love Corey. You yeah. love Corey in this moment. And then we're in the school cafeteria. Everyone is booing Eric as he puts up posters for the movie club. He defends himself. I'm trying to get into college. Frankie and Joey walk up with a plan to take all the tickets and sell them out. But they want to make a percentage of the profits. They have their fingers in every club in this school, except the mime club, who we see in the cafeteria miming eating their lunch. Frankie says they give him the creeps. And then he mouths. I actually, this what? is the only joke I remember from the entire episode. The only thing. Well, I remember Brittany. I remember her being on set. And I remember hanging out with her just because she's so awesome. Yeah. Uh, don't remember any of the storyline. 
at all. Right. I remembered um, some of it. Yeah. And then, but I do remember the mime joke. Like yeah. I, the, this little beat. I I had no idea where what? it was in what context, but it's yeah. He really goes what? Funny. Like what? they what? just started something yeah. with him, and he start. He goes over there, and he makes his way over to them. Then uh, Eric says he knows what's going on here. He tries to say no, but Joey says no one says no to Joey the rat. And then he yells, "Isn't that right, Frankie?" And we cut to Frankie, who is now stuck in the middle of the mimes, <laughs> and he yells, "Help!" Joey, they got me in that box again. And I did not remember that, so but it's genius. Genius. You know what makes it brilliant is the again. I know. This has happened before. Yeah. And he's trapped yeah. in the box again. again. Oh, yeah. It got it me in that box a, again. It, it makes it art. It takes it's, it from a joke to art. It's so good. It is so funny. They That's are great. so amazing in this episode. They're having so much fun and you yeah. can tell. Yep. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves, and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So, make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago, and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ioniq 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched-out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ioniq 5 is a tech-forward electric SUV. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve, forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewelry that makes you look like the gem or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly when it comes to style and luxury ebay gets it they're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts not just any experts specialized experts real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience so when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee shop with confidence every inch stitch sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection that's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, 
you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. So the school cafeteria continues. Topanga walks up to Corey, who is sitting alone, and asks if he's okay. She says he's been acting weird all day, avoiding eye contact, and mentions he even saluted. And he says, oh, saluting is in now. And then... A hot blonde walks by and Corey says hi to Coach Franklin and salutes her. <laughs> Topanga says she knows Corey is acting strange because of Friday night and Corey perks up with a proposed plan to all hang out. But she reveals she's already going out with someone else on Friday night and she thought he knew. Corey is visibly upset and walks away and bangs his head against the vending machine, which delivers him a soda. And then Sean walks up and asks if he can get him an orange. Corey and Sean, Corey says Sean was right. He warned him that someone else was going to ask her out because he waited. And then Corey says he just wants to know who. And Sean shocks the world by saying, Shocks the world. Asked to And I didn't remember this at all. So I was sitting here going, I didn't either. I I totally remember this. How do I not remember? Obviously, I don't remember it because of where it ends up. Exactly. But at first, I was like, Did we do a whole dating story? I know. I thought the same thing. I remember this whole thing. And I was like, Sean, you son of a. I was was really just angry with Sean. Yeah. And and then I was like, This can't be. How do I not remember this? I I thought. Hey, Ryder, I have to say, you had you kind of understated your performance this entire episode, and it was great. Yeah. Like, I thought you really, you, you just like that, like I did. Like, it was just very natural, very, the whole episode through, it was never big. It was all these, like, very subtle choices that just made for an awesome performance. Well, I think, thanks, man. I think Sean was just given an opportunity to be sort of like, casual in this episode yeah like, yeah you know, the, the, the humor is just how much he doesn't care compared to Corey yeah. about you know Cor- but it's Corey's also so worried it's there's really if you take it even deeper there's there's something about it and this is how i read it i don't know if this is how you're playing it but there's almost like you're relaxed now because you've got turner so yeah. it's like your right. your life is that part of your life is fine so you're back the to security. being like sean you know yeah. so there was something interesting about that whole aspect right. of it as well where it's just you were very relaxed very comfortable as sean right because like you're good you're with turner yeah. you got the thing right. you're living with I the mean, teacher. Even that opening got, scene is like yeah no, i can be late who cares man? yeah and like, you got your bathrobe and you're yeah. laid back and it's yeah. just there's something and about the, that that's the ability cool. to make the one-liners there's a cup yeah. yeah that's yeah. a very that's it's a, a great perspective about well. it, so it was cool that's yeah. a great perspective if only i cut my hair Oh my God. Can we, can we play? I have a too much shorts for this, too oh, much shirts for this episode. Yes. Great. Indy watched this one with me. It's not, it's not very long, but also it, we should bring it up while we're, while we're, uh, we've mentioned the, the paint your wagon storyline because okay. that ends up having a little interesting family history for me. Um, okay. Do you want to play it now or should we wait till we get into a paint your wagon scene? Oh, let's just play it now. It's okay. It's, great. It's, 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 yeah. I like the episode. Corey, the Cory dude got burned. What do you mean he got burned? I don't know. It's just what my friends say. <laughs> what did you think of the way I looked? In that vest? Ugly. I thought my hair looked horrible. <laughs> yeah, the hair bugs me. It looks like a tree spreading over your face. <laughs> yeah, the episode was okay. I didn't really know what was happening, though. It was the whole movie singing or something. Yeah, so there was a, a movie screening going on, and they tried to switch out the movie because they were playing a movie that nobody wanted to see, which, by the way, was a movie that uh, Granny and Grandpa love. 
called Paint Your Wagon, which I've never seen. Paint Your Wagon? It sounds like a carnival game. It's a Western musical. Do they get to paint a wagon? I have no idea. I've never seen it. But I can sing you songs from it. Oh, no. Please don't. The, the <laughs> song that my parents sang to me as when I was a kid was from Paint Your Wagon. No. They changed the lyrics. Okay, it, the okay, song okay. was I Was Born Under a Wandering Star, and they would sing, Ryder was born under a wandering star. Oh, is that why they did that indigo song? What, you have an indigo song? Like the, what you said. But it, they just said my name, though. Who said this? Granny and Grandma? Granny, she used to sing it to me to help me go to bed. <laughs> she took my song and gave it to you? <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. I feel betrayed. She didn't come up with a new song she for you? every night to help me go to sleep. <laughs> Scandal. Scandal, How guys. That's so awesome. My personal song. So I get my parents personalized a song from Paint Your Wagon, would sing it to me every night when I went to bed as a baby. And then they, my brother, they sang the Maverick TV theme song, and they, they would put our names into songs, right. basically. And so Shiloh had his song, and I had my song, which I knew was from Paint Your Wagon, which I still have never seen. But it's, it was, I was born under a wandering star, and they changed it to Ryder was born, and then, yeah, Discover that they did the same That's thing. That's so sweet for your son, though. Oh, it's no. not like they gave it to some random kid. It's <laughs> no, girl. of course not. But God, I was like, funny. come on, he doesn't get his own song. But I just, I never knew that. I never knew that she sang that Isn't to that my son. But That's funny. Here we are. So, yeah. That's but, yeah, so uh, cool. The, the haircut, definitely. Oh, my gosh. So we are still in the school cafeteria. Corey is very upset. He can't even talk to Sean since he asked out Topanga. So Sean walks away. Corey is broken, talking out loud to absolutely no one. And he asks God, I think, for a sign that he's dreaming. And right then, uh, Frankie or Frankie throws a screaming kid onto the lunch table right in front of Corey. This is a sign? The kid then stands up and Joey and Frankie lift his shirt up for everyone to see. Film Society Screening Friday is written in Sharpie on his chest. They want Corey to pay up, but it's not a good time. He has more written on his back. Be there or be dot, dot, dot. And then another kid comes sliding through with more writing on his chest to finish the sentence. Dead. <laughs> this was this feels like a, a big production for a. For very, an OK joke. An yeah, OK I joke. I agree. It's, it's, I agree. It feels very first or second episode of season two. Yeah, <laughs> where we yeah. were like nerds in the locker, let's yeah. right. get them. Just like, all yeah, right. it was a little, it was a little much this one. And I, I guess they needed to tie in how Joey and Frankie are gonna get people to go see the thing. But like, I'm not sure we really needed it. I think had we just found out they eventually sell out the movie, I never would have been like, but I don't know how they did that. <laughs> how they bully people? How right? they do that? Like, I, yeah. I don't know that I really needed this answer or this tie-in, but but we got it. Uh, and then we're back in Turner's apartment. Sean is watching TV on the couch when. New character alert. Eli walks in to tell Jonathan Just he had a great job interview. It's, it's the audience. Thank God. We had an amazing audience that week mm -hmm. who were there for every woo and every clap and obviously made him feel right at home. But it's a terrible entrance to a character. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, our show is usually really good at introducing characters. Really good at that. Like it, you think about how we introduce Turner, how we introduce Griff, how we introduce Harley. Everybody mm -hmm. seems yeah. to have. And yet this one just isn't given its no. due. I mean, I, tacked I don't know on. It was yeah. weird. It was like it was just tacked on and, oh, we'll just have him come in and it's we're going to pretend we already know who he is and just go from there. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, it was yeah, weird. 
doesn't feel doesn't feel special enough. Uh, but Turner says, congratulations, you got the job. And Eli reveals, nope, he got the secretary's number. He starts that job on Saturday. And the audience goes crazy. They love it. So what I remember about this season was that the network had given the note that we should try and be more like Friends. Yep. Because mm. Friends was huge. Yep. And so what that meant was because of the Turner character, they wanted to emphasize <laughs> 20-somethings right. or like adults being young adults without, you know. And so that's what you feel. That's why they introduced Eli. And that, that's what this dynamic right. is. like. They're going to have right. not just... It's, you know, it's that old thing that we've talked a lot about and how our show had to appeal to as many different audiences as possible. Sure. Then the notion was that we should also be appealing to 20-somethings, which is right. kind of absurd. But Well, okay. but that's also why, obviously, the opening title sequence is the three of us and it's yeah. quick camera cuts yeah. and yep. fast and, hey, it's the three boys. And, yeah, they're yeah. obviously Let's get doing that MTV something. generation. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So Eli reveals that as far as the jobs job is concerned, he's overqualified. Turner says when they kick him out of his apartment, he will always have a place to say. And then the joke is it's the park across the street. Hey, they have new benches. Corey barges in looking for Sean, who is right there on the couch. And he says, aha, I found you. He's still upset that Sean asked Topanga out his best friend's girl. And Sean says, Corey and Topanga weren't even dating. All he's all he did was ask out a girl who didn't have a boyfriend. Eli says this sounds like a violation of the gentleman's code of dating. And then he alludes to Jonathan asking out a girl he had just broken up with, a Ms. Cynthia Harp. But Jonathan says there are always exceptions. And that was 10 years ago. They have some cute little rapport showing they've been friends for a long time. Sean says he's now going to call Topanga and firm up their plans, which this I thought was a little bit like, wow, way to rub it in his nose, buddy. Little twist the knife. And Corey says he should firm up all his nights with Topanga and calls Sean his ex-friend. Corey tries to walk out, but he walks into the closet. And then he comes out with a sweater and says he's taking back his sweater as he tries to play this off like he went in there on purpose. Eli says, nice save. Nice save. And it seems like Alex <laughs> is just playing his character from Swingers. Yeah. Which. Oh, yeah. I love Alex. Can we just two seconds about how yeah. he just fit right in with us? Yep. Instantly was was one of us and was just the, is like the nicest human being in the world. I miss I, I miss him. I really do. I miss him. It would they and I think we're gonna see uh, this as the show goes on. They did not use him well on the show. I know. Um, no. but man, he was good. He's God, so he great. Good. I remember the main thing I remember about him was that he was a musician and he played with yeah. a band called the Hepcats. Yeah, and he used to have gigs all around town and he was just so cool and so he was effortless. Just the coolest guy ever. Yeah. Literally, like coolest. I just looked up to him so much. And yeah, I remember him. Me I remember too. him coming back one time and being like. Talking about having been, I think he went to Cannes with swingers. He had like been to a festival with swingers or, or some, you know. And and I remember him. I was like, "What? What is this swingers?" He's like, "You'll hear about it." It's oh cool. man, you're gonna that's like so it. Cool. And he was so right. It became it like great. the movie the for me. Movie, like, yeah. You know, See, I, I, I saw, saw him saw in PCU before I saw swingers, oh, yes, and he was right. so we good were, in PCU. That it was just like when he walked down the set, I was like, oh, man, oh, man. Yeah, he was awesome. Well, Jensen, producer, husband of this podcast, is absolutely obsessed with him. And news, we have Alex scheduled for us yes. to interview. Oh, and it is, wait. of anyone we've interviewed, this is Jensen's number one. He is He's, so excited for that one. He so won't he disappoint. Will, he will be joining us soon. And then... We're in the Matthews kitchen. Corey asks Amy if opposites attract. And Amy starts talking about her and her relationship with Alan and how their first kiss was so exciting. And Corey tells her to stop and wonders why he asked a woman. They only lead to heartbreak. 
He sits down at the table and Amy says, well, this woman brings dinner every night, puts a roof over your head and gave birth to him. And Corey says, oh, that's getting old. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Eric then comes in and tells Amy it might be time for some brother bonding. And then he starts singing Topanga is going out with Sean. And boy, the audience. Audience didn't. They did not like it. Of course not. It's mean. It's funny. But Eric did this kind of thing in the second season and got away with it in a way that now when you see Eric being mean about Topanga, it's it's harsh. It's like, no, 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 no. It was very They they were ready to turn on you. They were like, ha, 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 ew. Yeah, they did not like that. And rightfully so. It was just kind of mean. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have have a line later. What is it? You say something like. You basically say, okay, okay, I'll stop making yeah. fun of oh, you. Or, oh, you're or really games. hurt by this? Well, that takes all the fun out yeah, of it. Yeah, it takes all the fun out. Oh, you're actually I wonder that if that was a line added based on the audience reaction. It's quite possible. It's so clear that they they had to like backpedal a little bit on the Eric yeah. teasing Corey because it was yeah. too sensitive. Well, it's yeah. also, you've got now got your best friend just asked out your yeah. the girl you want to have. Your brother's making fun of you for it. It's like you can't, not everybody can be bashing this guy all the time. Right, right. Um, right. So, yeah, I think that was that was tough too. But I well, remember these scenes. I remember doing the scenes with Ben and I loved just kind of the brother scenes occasionally because yeah. we didn't have a ton of them. So it was where it was kind of like, all right, let me give you a little bit of wisdom. That was, I always loved these. these I know, fun. I did I did like that at the end where you were like, all right, listen, I've got 10 seconds left of sincerity and you actually give him some real advice that was a cute moment but before we get there Corey says bite me very much which i thought was i thought that was like um i don't know (laughs) bite me we we say bite we say bite me we said bite me we say bite me now we can't say goodness but we can say bite me yes exactly i was like wow so Corey doesn't believe that Topanga likes Sean at all and then he wants to call her and eric makes a joke about Corey jumping off the roof and the audience is not enjoying this. They no. like Mm-mm. do not participate again. And then no. Eric notices that he's really upset. And he says, okay, yeah. okay, this isn't fun anymore. And Corey says, this doesn't make any sense. He's sitting here feeling all poopy and Topanga's out there having a great time. He really wants to call her to get to the bottom of this, but Eric stops him. He says he's got about 10 seconds left of sincerity in him. Eric says, Corey needs to ask Topanga's best friend. She'll, he'll get straight answers, no pressure. And Corey thinks that's a great idea. And like I said, this is the scene where there could have been some rusty, but he yeah. had finals. Yeah. He had finals that finals. week. Yep. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When it comes to Pod Meets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. If we could, we would take Hyundai to prom. Technically, Hyundai is more visible on this show than Topanga. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to a 303-mile range, available two-way charging, and other category-defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched-out electric vehicles ever. Say teched-out again. Nope, that was a one-time show. Snooze, you lose. Well, either way, the Hyundai Ionic 5 is a tech Ford electric SUV. 
the standard ultra fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250 plus kilowatt DC fast charger. So that means your car won't die out like the Matthews family vehicle on New Year's Eve, forcing you to miss out on kissing supermodel Rebecca Alexa in front of all of Philadelphia. And with available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car. Backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly when it comes to style and luxury ebay gets it they're making sure the things you love are checked by the experts not just any experts specialized experts real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience so when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee shop with confidence every inch stitch sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection that's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. So then we are at Chubby's. Corey is at Chubby's with another new character alert, Trini, Topanga's best friend, the absolutely hilarious Brittany Murphy. Um, What do you guys remember about her and being on set? I remember her and being there with her mom. They her were mom, like yeah. Her and her mom friends. were inseparable yes. and her yeah. mom was so nice. Yep. And the two of them were just, just the nicest people. Like I yeah. just remember yeah. instantly bonding and instantly talking to the two of them yeah. and just feeling super comfortable and also just having a huge talent crush on her because she was yeah. so yeah. funny and mm -hmm. interesting and different than anybody else. Uh, what we pro. went out to dinner that night. I remember the night that we we wrapped the show. I had a couple friends in town and we all like a group of us went out to dinner and she was what you saw was what you got. She was just the sweetest person yeah. in the world. And then randomly, this is a story I love to tell about her because randomly like maybe three or four months. I actually might have even been longer than it might have been like a year, year and a half later. I was on an airplane and she walks on the plane and we're like, oh my God, how are you? And she sits right across from me and the second the plane starts to move, she just reaches over and grabs my hand. She's like, no, no, no. I hold somebody's hand every time we take off and every mm. time we land. So we're just sitting there holding hands as the plane takes off and then we have a totally normal conversation and then she grabs my hand again as we're, as we're landing <laughs> and it was just, it was, she was the best. She was great. I mean, she ended up becoming extremely famous just a yeah. few years after this. Did you guys ever see her again after, like, she had really taken off? Yeah, I, I went to the premiere of a movie that wasn't that great in New York. Um, Little Black Notebook? Something? Mm, notebook? Oh, yeah, Little yeah. Black Book? It's like, it was like a comedy that she starred in where she was... Anyway, it was I was at the premiere and I said hi to her and she was super lovely and remember yeah. me and you know yeah. and that was in 2001 2002 ish right. so that was after a mile 
which was what really blew her up, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Well, I think Clueless, Clueless was probably the first one that did it. Yeah, Clueless what, was wasn't, the first Wasn't movie. Clueless like already right about this time? No, like, I think it was 97. After, yeah, yeah right after, 97, 98, yeah. 98 I okay. think. And then she was just off to the races at that point. Yeah. Um, Cause she did. And then she did some really interesting things. I mean, when she was doing like Sin City and I mean, just mm-hmm. some really interesting projects. So she's so talented. She's yeah, she really talented. is. I mean, she super is so talented. engaging and so funny. It's impossible to take your eyes off of her in oh, the scene God. in yeah. Chubby's. She's great. And just so into this character. Just this character is crazy. It's great. Yeah. Isn't it interesting that like Topanga is so normal now yeah. <laughs> that her friend has to be the sort of quirky weirdo, right? right? But you still want to have that dynamic of like, yeah. I don't know, it's interesting. You know like, what You know what they did? And Michael told, Michael was the specific one who told me about this. He said, the way that you make Frasier normal is you bring in Niles. Right. So that's kind of the way you make yeah. Topanga more normal is you bring in somebody that's even not. You, you know, also nuttier. totally get why Topanga and Trini love each other. Oh, like, yeah. The free it makes spirit sense and that, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so sweet. Um, so Trini is trying to get ketchup out of the bottle and distracting Corey while he talks. Corey starts to ask about Topanga, but then Trini thinks he's asking her out. Corey laughs nervously just as Sean and Topanga walk in and apparently don't see Corey and Trini there. They just... No, I think we're playing it cool. I think... Oh, okay. Just pretend you don't see them. I'm acknowledging, but like, oh, I'm just gonna... Because Topanga doesn't look at them like at all. She just like completely ignores them. There's also clearly no ketchup. Did that bother anybody else? There's yes. no ketchup yeah, at all. Why, why, Not even close to coming know, out of Corey any ketchup. I says, let me an old ketchup yeah, slapper he, or whatever, and then he, nothing happens. No right. ketchup. That is a painted bottle. There is no ketchup. Yeah, that bothered me. So they walk past Corey and Trini's booth to the counter, and Corey says, yes, Friday night for the movie. Trini asks if they should get dinner before, and Corey says, no, I won't be hungry. <laughs> anybody else notice what Corey's shirt says? No. Desi? No. Dewey. 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 <laughs> He's got a shirt that just, it's the name tag just says Dewey. Dewey. It's a vintage shirt. <laughs> it just says It's a vintage Dewey. shirt. Someone so, named yeah. Dewey had it. Dewey. So then in the background while this is going on, Frankie and Joey walk in wearing Reservoir Dog suits and they are shoving Eric. And new set alert. Yes. We finally get table. to see the pool table room of Chubby's. Yeah. So Eric, was that a wall before and they just opened it up at this, yeah, this so, season? Yeah. yeah, I think so. Well, I think it was. They just yeah. opened it up so that you could have other stuff going on, which is yep. really smart. Uh, so Eric um, calls them Frankie and Joey and Joey says, Mr. Blue, Mr. Brown, which is a direct Reservoir Dogs reference. And then they show Eric a briefcase of cash and say they sold out the show. Eric says, all these people want to watch Paint Your Wagon? And Joey hilariously guffaws at Paint Your Wagon. Yeah, right. And Frankie joins in cackling. Eric is stunned and Frankie shoves him on the shoulder and says, laugh with us. And again, these two. They're great. They're just having so much fun. And to see Eric be the kind of bumbling, oh, no, what what have I gotten myself into with these guys? The dynamic with the three of you is great. I actually like the dynamic of Eric being stuck with these two better than I like the Corey and Sean being stuck with these two. Yeah, Because you're not, it doesn't, I I understand that Eric would also be somewhat physically intimidated by them, but it feels more like you guys are peers and they Mm -hmm. just sucker you into hijinks that you then are in over your head as opposed to being like, these two physically scare me. Right. Right. Which isn't just as funny to me as this is. This is hysterical to me. I thought it worked well. Yeah. It's really great. 
So then we're in the school theater. The room is basically empty. And Mr. Feeney says, it's not the quantity of the audience. It's the quality. And then we see Got four mimes, mimes sitting in the audience. <laughs> Miming eating popcorn. Eat popcorn. Yep. And Eric tells them to shut up. Which, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> and Feeney says he'd stay, but the mimes give him the creep. So he's bailing. And then Eric runs straight to the back door to let Joey and Frankie in. And I loved the, the difference between the angle we see of you on the stage and then like the way we actually cut to the back room. It just feels like two totally different sets. It does. Well, what it is does. this set? I mean, I, I was know. trying to figure it out, like how it worked. I feel like the stage was taken out because because no, it was there the, the whole time. I remember it was there the but whole where time. Where was the cameras then? Because when we're in the audience, we're getting coverage on Corey and Topanga and everybody uh, left and they right. They came in for the coverage. They came in for coverage, but the, in front but of the, the audience, in, in front, front of the, the stage. Yeah, okay. correct. Gotcha. And here's why I remember this scene so well. And I have a very quick story. Great. So, um, you know, I'm from a very small town in Connecticut. And no. like a lot of small towns, when something tragic happens, it sticks. So in sixth grade, there was a very bad car accident that involved four high school kids at the time who were young, like thir- like freshmen, like 13, 14, and three of them were killed. Oh. Wow. We, everybody knew somebody that was in, that something happened in the accident because it's such a small town. And there was a girl in my class named Tiffany and her older brother who was about two years older than her was one of the people killed and their mm. family moved away. We go to shoot this scene. I open the door and who walks in as a background extra but Tiffany. Whoa, no who way. I had not seen since the sixth grade. Wow. And I remember she had these eyes that were like wolf eyes, this beautiful, br- like bright blue gray kind of eye that she had her obviously her whole life. And I saw her walk in. I was like, that can't be her. I mean, it can't be her. And I went over to Dee Dee and I was like, can I look at your list? Yeah. And there's Tiffany. And I walked over and I was like, Tiffany. And she went, I didn't think you'd remember me. And we sp- then spent the next, you know, seven hours talking about just everything that had happened to her since. But it was mm. so strange to see yeah, her out of context, out yeah. of nowhere. I think the last time I saw her, I was like 10 or 11 years old. Of and it was just see her in sets. this episode when in the. Yes. Film, yes. Could. Oh, wow. I did. And, and that's and there she was second row. And I'm like, wow. oh, my God, there. she. So it was just that this episode. And I think it was because of her and because of Brittany where I remembered almost everything from this episode. Wow. Don't you remember? Well, we'll get into it later, but the little badger, we talked yeah, about this. Yeah, you remembered it, that, yeah. I rem- and it's that Tiffany is one of the reasons why. So seeing her walk in out of nowhere, it was like a, <gasps> it was just so strange to see her. So yeah, that was seeing her again last night. I was like, yeah, there she is. So it was it was wow. just weird to see That's this, this cool. whole week. Yeah, this whole week was very strange. So Eric lets in Joey and Frankie, who then let in an entire theater full of students. Joey and Frankie bring in a film reel of Texas Gutsuckers Part 5, Leon's Revenge. <laughs> Leon's Revenge. I'm surprised we didn't make a callback to whatever the horror film yeah. from the first season was. Or Chuck, no, not Chucky. Uh, no, it was uh, Explode Your Head. What Explode was it? Explode Your Head, Someone's Revenge. It was somebody's yeah, revenge. It was yeah, something Explode revenge. Your head, Stumpy. Stumpy. Stumpy's yeah, Revenge. Was right. Stumpy's Revenge reference. Uh, yeah. Uh, so they also reveal they have a special guest. Apparently, Leon is coming, but the airline lost his guts. And Frankie says, yeah, you never check your guts. <laughs> Just so funny. Corey walks in with Trini and he sits right next to Sean and Topanga. It's a little awkward. And Topanga tells Trini she likes her hair. Corey thinks she's talking to him and says thanks. But Sean corrects him and says she was talking to Trini, Cor. Corey then aggressively asks Sean if he wants to step outside and Topanga has to calm Corey down. 
The movie starts and Sean puts his arm around Topanga. And yeah. Corey tries to and do I, the at same. At this point, I was still very uncomfortable watching the episode. Yeah. Going, what you, is happening? You have no idea. You, none of I, this. You didn't remember I mean, there's any part of, of it. Me that's like, they can't actually be a thing, right? But it, I think in the same way anybody watching the episode would feel, which is right. like, this can't. Sean wouldn't actually do this. But then it is what's happening. So yeah. I yeah, had no no memory just experiencing okay. it. Well, and I was not happy I have, with Sean. I have a full <laughs> point. I agree with you that I was along for the ride. I did not remember that this was a setup. So I was just along for the ride. And I was like, very interesting. I don't, I'll be interested to see how long this storyline goes. And then I'll, when we get to it, I have a thought on the whole thing. So Corey tries to do the same thing to Trini, but he takes her headband off her while headband. doing so. And Trini says, <laughs> you little badger in her adorable <laughs> New York accent. And then Corey looks over at Sean, who's now putting Tic Tacs in his mouth. So in response, he turns to kiss Trini and she blows a huge bubble with her gum at that exact moment. And Corey says, oh, great. I've been gummed. First of all, way to take it up a notch, Corey. Yeah. Yeah. Tic Tacs to, well, I'm going to plant one on her. Yep. Jeez. So then the opening cartoon is over and Eric comes out and thanks the audience. Opening and thanks... cartoon because it's 1950. It's the I 40s. Know. Exactly. Exactly. Well, That's I mean, how you do the it. film reel, maybe there was just the cartoon just came with the movie. I don't know. It was also a film reel. That was the yeah. other thing. It's yeah. literally, it's a, film literally reel. a reel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh so God. Eric also thanks the associates of the film society. And we cut to Frankie and Joey who were caught in the back counting the money. And then Eric introduces Leon from Texas Gut Suckers and says he was in parts one, three, and four. And four. So he wasn't in two, and nope. he wasn't in five, which is <laughs> which the one is we're the watching one tonight. We're actually showing. Yeah, oh, is that true? Yeah, yeah not great. even in the one that they're showing. It's not even in the one that's there. That's, yeah, we couldn't, uh, we couldn't get Leon from number five, yeah. <laughs> so when the curtains open, it's Feeney with a flashlight under his chin, and he says, boo. Uh, everyone runs out of the theater and Joey says, get to the car, Mr. Brown. And Frankie says, not until I find out what that monster has done with Leon. It was the best reading. It I was so like, great. I that monster's done with Leon. Oh, it was great. So good. <laughs> Eric tells Feeney there's a good explanation for this. And when Feeney agrees that there probably is, Eric says, really? I was just winging it. <laughs> and then Sean and Topanga are about to exit too. But Topanga tells Sean she'll be there in a second. She goes back to talk to Corey. She asks what his problem is, and Corey says Topanga is his problem because she went out with his best friend. And now, all of a sudden, in my opinion, Corey gets very unlikable. He's so, like, angry at her yeah. because of the situation. Self-righteous. Self well, he has been in love with her for almost 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He deserves her, man. He's declared. He, he's he declared, declared that for, that for at least 20 minutes, he has been exactly. insistent that they were going to be together. Exactly. And Topanga says, you didn't ask me. And besides, you also came to make to the makeout movies with my best friend. But, but, but Topanga, see, there's a problem here because he did ask you. He did ask you. He asked you in the cafeteria after right. Sean had already asked you. Was Topanga in on this? Because if so, why not? Why is the gig not up when Corey right. asks her? Hey, you know what I was thinking on Friday? We should hang out with a whole group. That sounds great, Corey. I would love to do that. And then I go back to Sean and I go, hey, guess what? This yeah, we whole don't need thing, to do it. We don't need to do this. Yeah. But no, so Topanga can't be in on it. I don't so think she, she's in on it. I think their best just friends got together. Somebody asked her. Yeah. But then she went so, out with Sean, even though so she can't well, be mad. Yeah. Okay. 
It's very, it's, yeah, it's By very the way, strange. The way then, so not only, Topanga's not in on it. Let's play that out. Yeah. Topanga's not in on it. Right. She goes, she is willing then to go on a date with his best friend. Yep. Right. And then also she doesn't care at all that her best friend went is, out with the guy that she likes and that, like, yeah. And then the way Topanga is talking with Trini in the seats and she's like, it worked. I feel like Topanga was in on it. Uh, yeah, which then again doesn't make sense because he does ask Because he out. does ask her. She, and she says, you didn't ask me, but like, hold up. He did. <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah. He did. Huh. He may yeah. have he may have referenced it as like a group date. You know, we're let's but like if the whole idea is how do we I think make maybe it's this... that you didn't ask me in time. Like basically you 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 had your chance. You didn't ask me. So I don't know. I didn't yeah, think so she was I'm going to punish you for it. I mean that doesn't make any sense. If if her ultimate goal is to go out with Corey, Corey asked her out. So that would be the end of the ruse if she's in on it. If she's not, yeah, not in I on it. I don't think she can be in on it. Then in she's going mind, out she with his best friend, which isn't cool, and doesn't care that her best friend is going out with the guy and that I'm she really likes. And I'm also going out with you, even though my ultimate goal is like, I'm so in love with Corey that I'm like, yay. Like, that feels like a weird way to go out with. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not sure I love it. I wasn't sure I loved it either. <laughs> um, <laughs> definitely, don't you remember, though, when you were a kid, mm-hmm. if you were in a group of friends you would, I mean, at, at like 13, you would, you would end up partnering up in ways that were just kind of convenient to the social dynamics of the group. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like if you yeah. have friends, like I definitely had like my, my girlfriend, uh, when I, in the, the white rose, Maureen, yeah, Maureen. <laughs> right. uh, I remember like my friend, my guy friends and her girlfriends, we, we, if we were like going to a movie, they would end up sort of passing notes or saying that they liked each other, even though it was clear, like it was just yeah. for the sake of the fact that we were all in a big group going to the movie. Sure. You know I, mean? I dated like, a twin once and my best friend really tried to be into his twin yeah, so that the yeah. two of us could date twins. <laughs> yeah. Didn't so work, I, but I get, but I could see you just going like, I guess I'll go to the movies with Sean, but you know, not taking it that seriously. Like, yeah. Know. Yeah. And no. I mean, I guess maybe I know that Sean also you, isn't serious. I know the arm around it. Th- if Sean had made the move you and, and Topanga had been like, well, well Topanga kind of leans just... into him, too. Like he puts his arm around her and she leans into him, which I makes know. me feel like she's in on it. And they're right. They're trying to escalate this to force Corey into asking Topanga out. But like we kind of took the ruse too far, considering he he really did ask her. Yeah. At lunch, by the way, it's give the kid a half a day at least. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Very strange. So Topanga says, you didn't ask me. And besides, you also came to the makeout movies with my best friend. And then he tries to walk away and says he can't talk to her. And Topanga has to, like, talk him down like a mother to a child. Topanga says, look, they're alone. We've known each other our whole lives. We've always been able to talk. He says he can't tell her his feelings now in front of all of these empty chairs. And then Corey finally tells Topanga how he feels about her and asks her to be his girlfriend. And then Topanga kisses him and he says yes or no. Well, we're a couple. We've made it. Um, my hair is so long. My hair is so long. So do you just feel like this is an anticlimactic coupling? For- yeah. I agree. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think yeah, they really. it's Corey and Topanga. I mean, if they're going to build this it up to be Corey their, and Topanga, this, this is This is their start? I agree. This I agree. is the this is the episode I've waited 60 episodes for? Some 45 episodes for something? 
<laughs> I agree with you. I'm sorry, I do. I th- I felt it was, it was that moment of, wait, this is this is how they got together. Like I don't, re- and I remembered a lot about this episode, but I didn't, I didn't remember it being this kind of, huh? Like also, it was weird. Corey yeah. is already, and I'm looking at this character, and I'm going. I'm seeing so many red flags. He's like, angry. He's angry. And Topanga yeah. is having to be like, please, can you, could you talk to me, please? Look, we've known each other forever. You should be comfortable with me. Can you tell, what is it going on? What's going on, Corey? And then lay the foundation for Corey to be like, will you be my girlfriend? And then that's it. Topanga gets what she wants. Yay, yay, yay. Kiss, 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 kiss. And now celebration, we're together. And... I don't know. I felt like, man, if they have known each other all their lives for already forgetting what we've already learned in just two seasons, whatever. Why is Corey acting like why can't they have a conversation? I don't. By the way, I get nervous and I'm so nervous. But then when he finally is faced with this, I sure would have loved for him to have actually been vulnerable and to and yeah. to see, I'm scared it. to talk to you. I'm yeah. scared. He's supposed I to don't be angry know. with himself, but it doesn't come off that way. It just comes off as being angry. Yeah, well, it's yeah. Just it, 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 like I mean, I was making the joke that he. It feels like he deserves Topanga, right? Like it feels like he's owed Topanga for some reason, right. which is a very weird thing. It's like no, dude. Yeah. Like yeah. there's yeah. no that reason that she is not obliged to you at, at, for anything. Like, and in all the episodes leading up to this where there has been information about who likes who, it has only been that Topanga is saying she likes Corey. And yes. you imply that you you understand that Corey kind of likes her because he's rubbing his hands together and he's like, ooh, I kind of like the way this feels in Corey Wolf or, you know, when she's there yeah, and right. not Corey Wolf, um, when she's when he had finals, whatever that yeah, episode yeah. was called. And um. And so you get that. And then in the next episode, it's Sean saying, you like him. And and then you get Corey saying, yeah, put that for me, too. But there isn't a whole lot of like, oh, wow, Corey has really shown us the audience, how much he loves her. And now he's just obviously so nervous to tell her this was kind of that first episode where you were going to get to see that how Corey feels about Topanga. So I don't know. I can't I'm not going to act like I hated it. I did not hate it. I just feel like I wish there was, I, I wish it was different. I wish me it was too. a little different. Me too. I felt a little let down. That's what yeah. it was for me. Yeah. I, you know, I, I just bit. did. I felt like, I felt like if this was episode three of season three and we spent the first two episodes really introducing Eli the right way, building up Corey and Topanga, I think then it pays off in something like this. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, you maybe you show you show Sean and Trini scheming a little bit, something like that, where it's like, OK, we've given you a chance over two episodes, three episodes to ask this girl out. You haven't done it. We're going to take the hold of this and see yeah. what we can get to me. But right. none of that paid off. It was just, well, now you love her. So <laughs> right. now you're angry because she doesn't love you yeah. back. And now you're. it's like, what the hell? That happened really fast. Yeah, yeah. I guess it was just the decision, I think, coming into season three to f- to finally get Corey mm-hmm. and Topanga together and, and explore a relationship between them, you know, which obviously is going to continue and then sure. break up and continue, get back together, break up and get back all that, all those dynamics. And I, I feel like they were, they just wanted to get into that dynamic as quick as possible. For I think so too. Three. And I think and they it's, skipped it's some a little steps. Rushed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe. It. Yeah. It's well, then- it didn't bother me as much. I mean, I, mean, I, I think Corey being angry does, it bothered me when he, made the whole Sean situation and mm-hmm. about him too, you know, and I feel like that's going to continue to bother us is that right. because he's the center of the show, 
there is a dramatic pull towards him having to make it about himself, right. whatever the how does situation is. Which is, right. makes sense. And how it affects him is kind of the audience's way in. But I agree. There's Whenever Corey, like I like insecure, scared Corey. I don't like angry Corey. Like, or angry right. self-righteous Corey is a really yeah. bad look. And unfortunately, I think it stays there for a while. Yeah. Or it goes there a lot of the time. Well, then we get our Arlene Grayson mm. Memorial Card. And season three is dedicated to her. And we are then in our tag. We're in the school theater. Corey and Topanga are still making out. And Sean and Trini walk in, revealing they've set everything up. Corey pulls Sean aside to talk to him, acting like he's going to be mad. But then he just gives him a hug and says, thank you. Corey and Topanga start kissing again, and Topanga pulls away and says, you little badger, in either a terrible impersonation or <laughs> it's just a um, me through osmosis. I've taken on my friend's slang. I don't know which one it was, but thumbs down to that performance. <laughs> I liked it. I liked the callback too. You were trying no. to do. You were doing a Trini also, impression. Did she? Did she hear him? Did she hear Trini say it to him yeah. in the movie thing? Okay. Yeah, okay. She, yeah, she was she paying hears, attention. Yeah. Okay. Look, I, I think this is more. This is a better moment between you and Corey, where you're smiling and laughing, yeah. than like the kissing. Agreed. Like the, Agreed. The I'm just being hard on myself. Awkward to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like you sort yeah. of like turning your head to block the view. Like oh, hair kiss. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> yes. My hair. Is so long. It looks so like mine. horse hair. So they just should have cut both of our hair to start. My the hair was long off. too. It was all, I all am of our hair was long. Dying to Somewhere. cut it again already, like I was in real life. I guess <laughs> I think maybe from every moment from here on out, I'm just gonna be like, please let me cut my hair. Please let yeah. me cut my hair. Um so now that the episode is over, any snap judgments about the uh beginning of season three? It just completely dropped. I mean, we like the the way season two ended on the sort of Sean. Yeah. Turner storyline that just got put aside, which is fine, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, and and yeah, and then it rushed into the Corey Topanga dynamic. I don't know, less less uh, drop shock than season two, but it yeah, still felt weird. Um, yeah, it still felt weird, but and I I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, God, I just want to cut my hair. <laughs> Me too. I'm hoping that happens soon. I'm glad. I'm glad that you are officially part of the cast. Like we don't, we know that you're yeah. going to be there every week now. I guess we'll be seeing me a lot more of me and my horse a, hair. That's a thing that's happening. So happy with that. But yeah, less drop shock this time. Than, yeah, agreed. I thought season Much two less. to season three was a lot easier than season one to season two. Yeah, it, couldn't it agree feels with like you more. A continuation of the same show for the most yeah. part. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, join us for our next episode, season three, episode two, The Double Lie. It originally aired September 29th, 1995. Thank you all for joining us for this episode of Pod Meets World. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, Pod Meets World Show. You can send us your emails, podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. And we have merchandise. I love you, merch. (laughs) Intense Corey merch. (laughs) I love it. I love you, merch. Podmeetsworldshow.com. We'll see y'all next time. Will, send us out. We love you all. Pod dismissed. Podmeets World is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Danielle Fischel, Will Friedle, and Ryder Strong. Executive producers Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Executive in charge of production Danielle Romo. Producer and editor Tara Sudbach. Producer Jackie Rodriguez. Engineer and Boy Meets World superfan Easton Allen. Our theme song is by Kyle Morton of Typhoon. And you can follow us on Instagram at Podmeets World Show or email us at podmeetsworldshow at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. 
Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start really moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. When I'm on my way to drop off the kids at school and I'm on about five hours of sleep and I haven't had my coffee yet, I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah, this sounds like the beginning of a horror movie. It is. But there is one thing I can do immediately to bring some comfort and calm to the situation and keep me moving forward. Eat Keebler Sandies. I like to think that if the good-looking guy was still around, sitting on the couch, comforting himself about not getting into college, he'd ditch the Cocoa Puffs and down some Keebler Sandies instead. Mixed with chocolate syrup? Ooh, why not? When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies is the perfect treat to keep you going. Each Keebler Sandies shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by the Keebler Elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. The next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for Keebler Sandy's Shortbread Cookies to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. When it comes to Podmeets World, we're synonymous with two things. Watching our younger selves on a TV show from 30 years ago and loving Hyundai. The first ever fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. With up to 303 mile range, available two-way charging and other category defining features, the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5 is one of the most teched out electric vehicles ever. And as you know, we are tech heads. The standard ultra-fast charging capability gives you an 80% charge in just 18 minutes when using a 250-plus kilowatt DC fast charger. And with the available two-way charging, you can charge larger electronic equipment inside and outside the car, backyard or side yard. Hyundai, it's your journey. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. 2024 Ionic 5 rear-wheel drive has an EPA-estimated driving range of up to 303 miles. Actual range will vary with options, driving conditions, and habits, vehicle and batteries condition, and other factors. Available in limited quantities and select states only.